There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Readers one and readers all. Tom Harris here. And you're joining us on a mini-sode. A mini-sode. It's a mini-sode, everybody. Which, like my co-host Elizabeth Best, are short and sweet. Oh, bless. I am very short. You are very short. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's... Well, we've got to make this super short then. I don't... I don't I, it can't be a shock to you, Liz, <laughs> this news. Hey, look, people don't know. The readers in Readerland don't know how short I am. I'm, I'm five... I'm just... Just 5'2". Just, just. So, yes. All right. Yes, and today, and, uh, yeah, we're we're going to we're going to ask some que- uh, well, sorry, we're going to ask and answer some questions. Yes, that's right. Uh, written in from our dear readers, and um, also found on Reddit because Liz lost her homework, so she had to find <clears> some <throat> questions on Reddit to answer quite quickly. <clears throat> it's the first time it's ever happened. Look, honestly, in years of doing the podcast, it's the first time that I ever had my list of questions that have been written in or actually sourced from people, and I just could not find it before. Before recording, That's so I've right. quickly found myself a couple of questions from a few different sources that I am going to cite because I am that kind of journalist well, where I would like to cite my sources. Evidently, you love a, li- a little bit of a vent, a little bit of a rant. <laughs> so my first question, what are some habits of other couples that irritate you that you can't... That Constantly you like? touching in front of me. Touching. Like, so I have no problem with public displays of affection, right? Describe like, the touching. I, okay, where did they touch you? <laughs> yes. No, it's like I have no problem with people who like will occasionally kiss or cuddle or I walk past a couple I don't know and mm. I'm like, oh, that's sweet, they're making out, whatever. It's couples that I know when we're sitting down to dinner will be like pouring each other over the table or they have to either sit next to each other or have some part of their body touching right. or will we'll be, you know, like smooching and like I'll be talking to them and then all of a sudden they'll just start smooching and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking right here. Like they make it, you know, they make it awkward when they make it awkward. That's my number one. I so can't. It, yeah, it is PD, PDA would be PDA a, is a big. Fine. Would be the big uh, answer for a lot of people. Yeah. That would be the common one. It's just PDA in company where PDA isn't appropriate. Yeah, so get off each other. Like, I don't, don't want to be like, you know, youths or whatever. But like sometimes when you're having lunch with your mates, it's not appropriate to be grabbing ass and licking faces. Yes, some like, people, is it is it some couples assume that look how in love we are. Let's just, show we them. We don't show, care. Show we don't care world. what anyone thinks. No, like, this yeah, whole you restaurant deserves to see it's our It's times of our COVID. Grappling. Hands the fuck off. <laughs> That's right. Get, away, get apart, you two. Put your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> um, other habits that I don't like that couples do is that when I, I will be out with a couple and one person will speak to each other in a really nasty manner and yeah. I can see see it happening yeah. and you can't say anything because you don't want to intrude but the way that that person spoke to the other person is really not great and it makes me feel so uncomfortable mm, absolutely. because I don't know like at what point do you step in at what point do you talk to them about it afterwards I just you know 
Oh, it makes me so sad for them. What do you... Uh, I'm sure I've done this in the past, but what about couples that forget that they're not alone like the, in, uh, to, uh, in the way they communicate with each other? They might be cutesy or something like that, and they forget that they're not in the out in the house. Oh, uh, look, as long as they're happy the with them. me ribbing them, then it's right. fine. Like, I I will, if you go, oh, boo, boo, I'll be like, oh, boo, what the fuck was that? Uh, I get annoyed by couples that seemingly are great together, but bicker all the time or yeah. are just like constantly it's like you clearly do you meant even for each other, like but each just other? <laughs> or just bickering and, and honestly one of the one of the big hints that i had that that one of my past relationships was really quite bad is that uh, we were i just remember walking along the river one day and we were talking about something and I don't I I had become so used to the way that we talked that I hadn't even realized that we were snapping and bickering till his mother turned around and said, "Do you two actually love each other or wow. what?" Yeah, right. And I just it was like a slap in my face and then I was like, actually he was talking to me really fucking badly yeah. and I was snapping back pretty nastily as mm. well. Like it was just a real wake-up moment for somebody else actually went, "Do you two actually love each other? Like are you sure?" So I think and then I was like, no, not sure. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I am outie. Well, there you go. That's annoying couple habits. Um, I'm sure readers at home, if you have your own thoughts and opinions on annoying couple habits, uh, please write in and share them. This might be a, this might be an ongoing discussion. Oh, yes, please, please. All right, I've got a curly one for you. Now, this one I found on Reddit. Oh, boy. Two years ago, my boyfriend planned a surprise proposal and proposed to me in front of our families and friends. It was all over social media, very public, very romantic. And at this point, we've been dating for eight years and there was some pressure from myself and our friends for him to propose. Regardless, it was one of the best days of my life. Three weeks later... He attended a friend's bachelor party where he got very drunk and did drugs. He knows how I feel about this and he did it anyway. He ended up telling all of his friends about our lack of a sex life. In brackets it says, I struggle with depression, low libido and body image. Mm. And then he tried to find a prostitute to hire. I was so hurt and embarrassed that I called off the engagement the next day. He was admitted to hospital the next day and has been sober ever since. He was also, sorry, this is a very curly one. He was also diagnosed with borderline personality disorder after this. We broke up for a few months but kept it low key and I deleted my social media about the engagement. He has spent the past two years working on himself and proving himself to me. My family has forgiven him and they love him as one of their own and he's also won back all of my friends who knew. We've had a few hiccups about him not being honest about smoking or money but overall I can tell he's a different person and so am I. We're actively working to repair our relationship but it still isn't perfect but my question is can we ever get engaged again? What about the people who knew the truth about our first engagement? Will people still be happy for us, like a typical engagement, or will it all be fake because they know the truth? Is this ridiculous of me to even consider saying yes to him again? I'm not yet there yet, but I've been thinking more and more. I guess I think I'd want a new ring too, but will people then notice it was different? I just don't really understand where to go from here. Is the idea of marriage for us ruined? Interesting, interesting, interesting. The optimist in me says... Yes, uh, because a couple of things she said. She said, like, he spent, like, two years... Yes. 
uh, I don't know, working, working on, himself. on himself and proving himself and to as, me. And as we've discussed in previous episodes, when you do soul searching, you've actually got to fuck off and do some soul searching. Yeah, it's you not like a, okay, give me some five minutes, I'll search my soul and then I'll know. It's time. It takes time to learn and unlearn behaviours. He's also won back your family. Which is important. And your friends. Yeah. So the, so the most important, so he's, he's worked two years on you, uh, fixing it with you. And your fam, and your family, and your friends. That to me indicates that yeah, there's some lessons learned here. There's yeah. some growth. There's some this. So so this can normally, happen again. if if there'd been a case where someone had gone and hired a hooker, uh, sorry, sex worker. Yeah. Sorry, it was mostly the language in there which they were talking about hiring a prostitute and whatnot. But if if someone went and hired a sex worker after we'd just gotten engaged, I would be like, nope, cut them off. But hmm. the fact that some work has been done, I think a lot of the agonising in this particular question of OP is about will people still be happy and what will other people think? And I think you shouldn't give a fuck what other people think in terms of that. Like what about if you get engaged this time and you don't put it all over social media? What about if you get engaged this time and you get whatever the hell ring you want? Mm. And what about if you get engaged this time and the friends and family that he's already won over are the ones that you tell and you celebrate with? Like there's no... You're not a famous person. You are not going to be papped <laughs> having your engagement yeah, and having true. people go, oh, look, she's engaged again. Like, you only need to share this news. And and there's been so many friends of mine agonising over what people will say when they post it on social media. And a number of times I have to go, why do you need to post it on social media then if you're mm. concerned? You don't need to announce things that happen in your life. There was no people back in the day who used to just take out a newspaper advert to tell them when they got married or engaged yeah, unless right. they wanted to. Mm. There's no obligation to sit there and be like, hey, I fell off the wagon, everybody. Like, there's no obligation to announce these things. And I think if what you're worried about, OP, is uh, pe what people are going to think, then you need to realise that the only person that matters in this situation is you. That's right. The, uh, each, e each and every couple of what uh, is on a different racetrack. And it's some people have gotten married and divorced and remarried again. Elizabeth right. Taylor did it, so can you. Yeah, that's right. If you if someone else can have eight marriages, yes. you can have two engagements, yeah, right? Absolutely, as with the same as, person. As long as the I... second engagement is because he's and uh, is because uh, for the right and positive reasons. And if I were one of your friends and this re-engagement happened and I had seen the work that he'd done, I'd be celebrating mm. from the rooftops that you guys had found a healthy, psychologically healthy way forward in your relationship and the fact that you're both willing to do the work then yeah it's Absol a bit absolutely. of a long question but i thought it was a worthy one to ask no i think i think uh whoever wrote that is done is i think they're over stressing and yeah. over worrying rightfully worrying because having doubts i think it's yeah. natural to have some doubts and concerns yeah. and worry but i think they're over overdoing it a little yeah it's okay baby bear your parents like you know he's good it's, it's i think it's okay yeah you got another one for me? Uh, I do. A, a friend of the show asked me this in person. Ooh. A personal. So, rest of you at home who are listening to this podcast. We'll put out Tom's address. You can come and right. knock on his door on and my, ask him this question Come on, rap on my door and we can have a chin wag. Um, it's an interesting one, Liz. Okay. At what, at what stage is it safe and fair to on, honestly say, I love you? What's the? Is there an answer? I think if you feel completely safe and fair then I don't know like 
it depends how have you communicated with your partner if you're on the same page. Sometimes mm. you can say it just whenever you feel it. And if the other person, I get, okay. But if you're in a brand new relationship. Like if you've had a brand new relationship. Yeah. If you're genuinely feeling it and you genuinely don't care if the other person responds the way that you want them to, then you say it when you want, right? That's interesting. But yeah. it depends if you are looking for the I love you back. So if you are looking for a reciprocal I love you, then that's when you've got to sit back and do some gauging and figure out whether the time is right and you're both on that same page. Sometimes right. I test the waters whether I could really see myself falling in love with you ah. and gauging how, you know, bachelor style when you're on The Bachelor and you're yeah, not really allowed to tell people how you're feeling or whatnot. You go, I can really see myself falling in love with you. And if they're like, <laughs> then you go, okay, not the one. <laughs> and I, I, I believe there could be an argument for communicating that love i.e like i love everyone like i love you liz and i love you zane yeah. because you were important to me so you can fall in love with people in that in that kind of way but if it, and there's a different kind of romantic love so you well, can see i say i love you a lot mm. to my friends so you can communicate to your partner hey i love you but not you can communicate in a in a way like if you think, uh, I don't know, it's hard to when you when you're filled with those emotions, it's hard. It's to hard because you also don't want to be misconstrued if you if you don't actually want to say I love you yet, but you want to say I love the way you. Then maybe change it that like I love the way that you do that. Yeah, or, so there's a difference in falling in love with someone, and and loving somebody. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so if you I've can long said that like I say I love you to my friends. I'd be like I love you, and one of my exes had a major problem with it, so he hit the curb. Goodbye. Because, yep, um, yeah, he used to get furious with me that I'd say, all right, love you, on the end of the phone to my male friends. He only had a problem when I said it to dudes. And I'm mm. like, well, I do love them. What do you mean? Um, but I think saying I'm in love with you is is diff completely yes. different. Um, but then some people freak out when you say I love you. So I guess it's communicating depending on what kind of response you want. If you if you don't mind that there's no reciprocal response and you want to do a couch jumping Tom Cruise, I love yeah. this person, <laughs> and you don't care how the other person responds, then yep. you do you, boo. Um, but, yeah, there's no set time. you got to say it when you feel it. And if you're in a communicative relationship, you should be able to gauge if the other person's feeling it back. Yeah. That's a very, very succinct way of answering the question. Thank you, Liz. That's what I think anyway. Um, I've got one more yeah, for you. one more to close us out. All right. On so, this ever-expanding ever mini-sode. How do I explain to someone that I need more reassurance than they give me? Basically, I have been hurt in the past, which mm. leads to me occasionally needing to be told and reassured that the person that I am with is still with me, still wanting to be with me and still loves me for me. But occasionally I feel like I'm being needy by asking mm. this. How do I explain that I need more reassurance than I'm getting from my current partner? Gee, it's an interesting... It's ob Well, obviously... The way you the the uh, the way that happens is by communicating mm -hmm. and talking it out, but so I don't know. Is there an issue with because uh, you're asking what you're asking of your partner is hey I need you to uh, I've been sort of I've had 
been mistreated in the past. I need you to go over the the line of fifty percent, yeah, and reassure me a bit more in these regards. Yeah, so it's asking more work from your partner, is it right? Sort of. I guess where I'm come I come at it from is that if you disclose, if you communicate well with your partner, and you disclose that because you've been treated badly, that occasionally you might doubt the relationship. Mm. Um. You can do that thing that you're always talking about, Tom, of having you two faces the problem. Yes. So it's not going, I need you to do this for me. It's like, how can we reassure each other that we're in it for each other whilst also not over committing or being, you know, annoying or whatever? That's right. So, the yeah, what's the problem? I need more reassurance in our relationship because I've been mistreated yeah. before. So, so it's yeah. So identify that. And so, if you even have a chat about your love languages, right? So, if you even go, if if say mm. you're the partner and someone's yes, come to you and yes, said, "I'm this," yes. and, and you could be like, "Well, I don't normally say things like I love you a lot, but every time that I, you know, make you breakfast in bed, or every time that I touch your leg while we're on the couch, or every time that I suggest spending some quality, whatever your love language is, help them to kind of understand that all the things that they may not be perceiving as you showing love and reassurance are, so that mm. every time those things happen, they can see them for what they are. Yeah, that's right. It's a good compromise so that they can still continue showing you love at a, at a level that's acceptable to them. Um as well as making the effort to say it in your language, but hopefully then you'll re- then you'll be reassured by a lot more actions that you just considered everyday life. Things yeah, that's before. right. Be patient with your uh, be patient with the partner you're asking this of as well, because if someone's used to giving meeting someone exactly halfway in a relationship on an issue, but then you say, "Hey, I need more than halfway," mm. they they might not understand that. So you do need, you might need to spend a bit of time. Uh, pulling that apart a little bit as yeah. well. It's like... Or well, even just, you know, I know people who've had a code word where they just be like, I'm feeling mm. really anxious about the relationship. So whenever I'm feeling really anxious about the relationship, rather than coming to you and going, I need reassurance, I'm feeling really anxious, I'll just text you the word pineapple. Yeah. And then they'll send back like a love heart emoji and that yeah. just calms them down. You know, you can you can even have your own little secret language to communicate when you feel like you're going a bit crazy. Mm. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you feel like you're going a bit batshit needing extra reassurance yeah but it's okay to ask yeah. for reassurance and yeah. i and it's not a sticky problem to bring to a to bring up to a, a, a partner i no. don't believe um, no. and i hope not it, it, that it isn't for you all right good luck reader i, I think we're done <sighs> all right if you'd like to write in you can get us on any of our social medias we're also at ghost of boyfriends past at gmail.com or you can go to that's not canon.com forward slash ghost of boyfriends past if you want to be a guest on our main episode in the meantime share this with your friends tell your friends about us give us a write or rating or reviewing if you fancy it and otherwise we will see you next week for a main episode <laughs> flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company united healthcare insurance plans offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more one of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs coming off your parents plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. 
there are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.